Welcome, friends, to Roundtable Radio, produced by Roundtable Writers, where artists support artists. Our multi-generational and multi-genre community is always open to new members. Go to www.roundtablewriters.org to learn more. If you enjoy our community and the projects we do, please consider donating the price of a monthly coffee by signing up on our Ko-fi page at ko-fi.com slash roundtablewriters. Thanks for listening. From poetry and the profound to practical portraits of the writing life, from genres of the fantastic and romantic to matters of the stalwart dramatic, welcome to Round Table Radio, a Round Table Writer's production. Soft breeze is blowing, new green and glowing sun, warmly shining, melting the snow. Brooklets are hurry onward, they scurry down to the ocean gleaming below. Wake, oh my heart, and join in the song, you like the stirring earth is reborn. For warmth swelling, gay carouseling, sorrow and cold must go. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of Round Table Radio. My name is Odin Hartshorn Halverson, and I am the co-founder of Round Table Writers. I am feeling much better now, thankfully, <laughs> but I think I probably still sound like I am stuck in a sarcophagus, so bear with me. Uh, ordinary colds and the common flu are so much more dangerous these days, given our diminished resilience after socially isolating so much over the last couple of years. So go out there, grab the most recent flu shot, get your COVID vaccine if you haven't already, or your booster for your vaccine. Right now, that's the smartest thing you can do to protect yourself and others. Speaking of protecting yourself and others... Today, we're going to take a look at a massive recent breakthrough by the FBI into a horrible invasion of writers' rights by a now ex-Simon & Schuster employee. We will also explore one of the best tools available to authors who want to brush up on their self-defense against scams, an SFWA-affiliated site called Writer Beware. Finally, we'll go a bit broader and touch on one of my favorite resources for internet security and privacy information in general. Artists and writers, by our nature as public figures, often face more targeted attacks than others. As such, it's vital that we step up on our defense tactics. But first, I want to start you off with a poem. I am the whole defense. I am the whole defense by my Dervang, 1981. Mid-1700s, southwestern China. Lightning is the creature who carries a knife. Two months now, the rains hold watch. Statues bury antique, smeared with old egret's blood. I feel the pulse of this inferno, tested by the hour to know that even torches must not waver. In the garrison, I teach boulders to trickle from the cliff. My fallen grow parchment from their hair. Calligraphy descends from their lips. Infantry attack, but my musket knows. They scale the sides, yet I tear the rocks. I am not wife, but my name is Widow. Let them arrive to my ready door. The earth I've already dug. 
Now, all right, let's dive into the first article of the day. This comes from Forbes, and since it's pretty short, I'll just read it to you in toto. This is by Zachary Snowden-Smith. Filippo Bernardini, 29, of London, a rights coordinator for Simon & Schuster, was arrested Wednesday and accused of having impersonated hundreds of agents, editors, and other publishing professionals online in order to obtain unpublished manuscripts for novels and other books, five years after authors and publishers began finding themselves targeted by mysterious phishing attempts. Bernardini was arrested at New York's John F. Kennedy International Airport and charged with wire fraud, which carries a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison, and aggravated identity theft, which carries a mandatory consecutive sentence of two years in prison. Charges were leveled against Bernardini in connection to a multi-year plot to obtain literally hundreds of unpublished manuscripts by impersonating publishing professionals using fake email accounts, according to the release, which also pointed out that manuscript piracy can undermine undermine secondary markets for published work and can harm an author's reputation. Bernardini is accused of having registered over 160 web domains to create email addresses that were misleadingly similar to publishing professionals' actual email addresses, using typographical tricks like substituting the letters R and N for the letter M. Around September 2020, Bernardini tricked an unnamed Pulitzer Prize-winning author into emailing him a copy of the author's forthcoming manuscript by impersonating a well-known editor, according to the uh, Department of Justice announcement. Bernardini also created a webpage imitating a New York City-based literary scout com- scouting company in order to dupe company employees into entering their usernames and passwords. Uh, in a statement, Simon & Schuster said Bernardini had been suspended pending further information and that the publisher was shocked and horrified to learn of the allegations. I imagine that they would be. So, beginning in 2016, publishing industry professionals noticed email phishing attempts aimed at obtaining copies of pre-publication manuscripts. The emails targeted prominent authors like Margaret Atwood and Ian McEwan, and celebrities like Ethan Hawke, as well as little-known debut writers. The New York Times reported all of this uh, back then. However, the manuscripts did not surface on the black market leaving online impersonators' motivations murky. The impersonator showed familiarity with industry jargon, such as writing MS for manuscript, uh, that was reported by Vulture. Bernardini allegedly used insider knowledge of the publishing industry to deceive authors into handing over their writing for his own benefit. Uh, so there's a key quote from all of this. This real life storyline now reads as a cautionary tale with the plot twist of Bernardini facing federal criminal charges for his misdeeds, quipped U.S. attorney Damian Williams. Well, uh, <laughs> so this is this is a pretty big deal, actually. I think I think we all need to pay attention to this as as writers. The, the, this was a, a concentrated plot by someone who went all out, but I guarantee you that this sort of thing is happening pretty much all the time uh, on a smaller scale and often to debut authors. So, really watch out for that. You know, always check your 
Uh, always check your web uh, your your web page. Make sure that you are on the correct URL. Make sure that you are doing all the responsible things that you can do for your own internet security and safety. And uh, try to double verify things before you send them uh, to do anyone strange on the internet. Well, jumping off of that, uh, because that is a pretty unsettling piece, I want to bring up one of the best shields that writers have in the professional world called Writer Beware. Their, uh, their tagline is, Shining a bright light into the dark corners of the shadow world of literary scams, schemes, and pitfalls. Also providing advice for writers, industry news, and commentary. And Writer Beware is sponsored by the Science Fiction and Fantasy Writers of America. So I just want to go ahead and just tell you a little bit more about Writer Beware because they really have become one of my favorite sites. They're incredibly important to the writing community, and every writer, especially new writers, should be aware of them. Now, Writer Beware is sponsored by the Science Fiction and Fantasy Writers of America, with additional support from the Mystery Writers of America, Horror Writers Association, and the American Society of Journalists and Authors. Like many genre-focused writers groups, uh, SFWA, MWA, HWA, and ASJA are concerned not just with issues that affect professional authors, but with problems and pitfalls that face aspiring writers, too. So, Writer Beware was founded back in 1998 and addresses that concern through the Writer Beware website, which provides warnings about literary schemes and scams, along with information on how writers can protect themselves. The Writer Beware blog, which covers the uh, schemes and scams in real time, along with publishing industry news and advice for writers. And the Writer Beware Facebook page, which links to writing-related articles, blog posts, and news items, and provides a forum for discussion. Now, although they're uh, sponsored by U.S.-based organizations of professional writers of fiction and nonfiction, their efforts aren't limited by country, by market, genre, or publication history. They've designed the Writer Beware website to be used by any writer, new or established, regardless of subject, style, specialty, or nationality. So, again, you guys, this website is amazing. They are, they've been listed as um, uh, one of the sites on the 100 best websites for writers of 2021. They, they're just amazing, and I really strongly recommend that you check them out today. Now, while I think that every writer should know about Writer Beware, I also think that writers need to be aware of just broad internet and privacy security things in general because we do live in a digital age and a lot of what we do is starting to become part of the digital world. So, first off, of course, just generally if a deal looks too good to be true, it probably is. Also, beware of any publishing scheme that tries to get you to pay up front. Good publishers and agents will take their cut from the successful sale of your work. If they're asking you to pay, well, then there's probably something fishy going on. So, in order to dive into, really briefly, just overall internet security, I'm going to just bring up my favorite podcast for all things security and privacy, Firewalls Don't Stop Dragons. Now, Carrie Parker, the cybersecurity and privacy advocate, author, podcast host, and speaker who runs this organization, is a really cool dude. Uh, he is on a mission to raise the awareness of everyday, non-technical people on the crucially important topics of cybersecurity and privacy. 
So there are there are plenty of resources out there for computer geeks like him, but he's striving to reach the 99% of the population who use the internet all the time, but have no real idea how safe they are, nor how to make themselves safer. It might seem like a lost cause, but, you know, trust me, he says, it's not. There are dozens of free and simple things we can all be doing to protect ourselves, our family, and our friends. And... Those dozens of things, hundreds really, are all uh, are all available either in his book Firewalls Don't Stop Dragons or on his podcast. So seriously, just check out his podcast Firewalls Don't Stop Dragons. It's a really cool name. It's got a really cool logo. It's got really cool content, and I really think that you are going to appreciate it once you dive on in. All right, well, that's it for this week. Thank you all for listening to me and my stuffy nose. I will be back here, same time, same channel next week. And uh, until then, you know, take it easy. And if you can't go easy, go as easy as you can. Roundtable Radio is brought to you with the generous support of our Kofi patrons. If you enjoy our community and the projects we do, please consider donating the price of a monthly coffee by signing up on our Kofi page at ko-fi.com/roundtablewriters. Our music is spring off the 1941 album Folk Songs of the Americas and uploaded to the Internet Archive by the Cali Austin Foundation. Roundtable Radio is made available under the Creative Commons license BYNCSA. This license allows reusers to distribute remix, adapt, and build upon the material in any medium or format for non-commercial purposes only, and only so long as attribution is given to the creator. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next episode.